right, good evening everyone. Uh, today is Monday, May 15th, 2023, and this is a, first we're gonna have a work session. Immediately after the work session, there will be a special meeting. And then immediately after the special meeting, there will be a budget work session. So we have a, a full evening. So let's get started. I want to thank the Sopers for being here this evening uh, <laughs> and attending. Much appreciated. I want to thank uh, Miss Jackson for uh, last week. I heard you did a great job. So thank you, uh, thank you for doing that. Uh, so first up is a budget amendment to appropriate funds for the comprehensive plan project and the zoning code project. Mr. Soper. Uh, thank you, Mr. President, members of the council. Uh, this is a budget amendment to appropriate funds for the comprehensive plan project and the zoning code project. Uh, the comprehensive plan is currently in the process of being evaluated for an RFP. When the budget was initially developed, it was prior to inflation that we've seen recently. Uh, this amendment is to merely make sure that in the process of reviewing them, we are able to make sure we have sufficient funds when the bidding process is complete. Any questions or comments from the council on this item? Uh, it's just the only thing I have to say is thank you. It's very clear. <laughs> thank you. Your, your work is always always good. Thank you. We have yes. really good employees. And how, is like the, how is the zoning code project coming? I know that's something that's been going on for a little bit. So um, we have parked that um, initially because the comprehensive plan needed to be updated prior. Uh, the uh, zoning code is driven Maryland land use article drives the zoning code is based on the comprehensive plan land use. So we need to get that process going. We have been in touch with uh, an appropriate vendor to provide us with some resources related to potential things we'd see with the zoning code. Um, the idea is to draft some preliminary language while the comprehensive plan is being updated related to definitions, those kinds of things, and then incorporate the adopted comprehensive plan into the new zoning code project. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Any any more questions or comments from the council? No, wonderful job. Everybody uh, job well done. comfortable with uh, moving this forward? Yes. Yes. We'll place this on next week's agenda. I don't know what kind of voodoo that was, but <laughs> all right. Uh, next up is a resolution to modify the city's sustainable community boundaries to include 510 West Road. And this is business development director. Mrs. Laura, so. That was a hard act to follow, but I'll do my best. Um, I did see a comment pop up in the Zoom that they were having sound issues. Working on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was the double echo. The oh, double okay. echo. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and get started. Uh, included in your brief book is a resolution to support the addition of 510 West Road, which is also known as the former Campbell Soup Plant to the City of Salisbury Sustainable Community designation. Uh, this request is coming from the property owner and Wicomico County, uh, as Wicomico County applied for and received a grant in the amount of $500,000 from the Maryland State DHCD uh, Strategic Demolition Fund. And in order to get that grant, they need to be in the sustainable community boundary, which is administered by us. Uh, before applying to add it to the sustainable community, we executed a pre-annexation agreement with them, uh, which would require the property to be annexed no later than January 1, 2030. 
uh, a copy of that agreement should also be in your packet, um, and that has been recorded in the land records. I'm happy to answer any questions, but I also believe we have a representative from County Planning and Zoning and the developer, Brett Davis, available on Zoom to answer any questions. Any questions or comments from the council? I have a comment. I do like visual aids, thank you. <laughs> I can't take credit for that, that actually. Like that me. was from DHCD, so. I love visual aids, thank you. This, this was very helpful, thank you. Spread on. It's they did say they would be on. I'm not sure. Uh, Jesse's on. Um, he's just muted right now. I don't see Brett, um, maybe Tyler or somebody else, or Aaron. I'm not Hi. sure. Are they? God. Can you all hear us online? Yes, they're nodding. Okay. Okay. Now, um, Seeing this and the $500,000 grant that was given for the demolition and revitalization, and you just said Brett Davison, are they going to be the ones who develop this area? Uh, yes, Brett Davis purchased the property and is redeveloping it. And if, could they tell us right now what they plan on doing with this development? I have some of the info, but I'll also, I'll pitch it over to Jesse, because I know he knows the intimate details about it. I know it includes some stabilization of the property, but Jesse, I don't mind if, would you mind hopping in? Hold on a second. Are you on mute? Nope, I can't see anything. Oh, there you are. Here. I can give a brief overview. Sorry, Jesse, it sounds like we're having some speaker issues. Um, I know there were some portions of the factory that were falling apart. The roof was caving in, so the grant they're receiving is to help stabilize a portion of it and hopefully lease it, lease it to some commercial tenants. I think that's the short-term plan, so. Talking to Brett. Um, I know there was some. Who is it? I think that was your reverb, possibly. Was it? I think so. <laughs> um, from what, you know, talking to Brett a while ago in reference to this property, I just wanted to make sure that it was he and um, they were going to still purchase his land or had purchased it. Um, and I just wanted to know was the plan still to develop housing on that property as well? From what I understand, that was the long-term plan okay. um, that was included in his grant agreement. And it will be affordable housing. Am I right? Jesse? Thumbs up, thumbs down. What? Thumbs up, thumbs down, maybe? Jesse, can you hear us? He's shaking his head. I think there's a component of it, but I'm not sure if it's the whole thing. Yeah, I know it's not the whole thing because I, I Brett He's shaking his head yes yes <laughs> yes no. just ask him yes or no questions <laughs> he's laughing at <laughs> what is he yeah. okay all right okay he can't. yeah he's muted any other questions or comments on this item 
Everybody okay with moving this forward to the next legislative agenda? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. We'll put it on for next week. Thank you. Thank you. All right, next up is a budget amendment to accept $99,633.55 for a license plate recognition equipment. And we have Colonel Dave Meinshine, who is dressed for the, now I feel underdressed, <laughs> extremely <laughs> underdressed. I'm going to introduce Sergeant Elliott, who's been uh, working this project. He will probably do a better job explaining that in detail than I could explain that. So <laughs> I'm going to let him take over that. Thank you very much, Kevin. Afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Not familiar with this process. Do you need me to read the ordinance, or you guys already have that in front no, of you? No, just uh, give us a brief overview. Uh, just uh, basically, okay. we're stating it for public record. If they have any questions, we might fire some questions off that. Okay, very good. So yes, um, we were made aware that there was some funding available through the state of Maryland to local agencies to purchase license plate reader systems. Uh, based on that information, they allocated the ninety-nine thousand, just short of a hundred thousand dollars, to our agency. Uh, that will be used to purchase two mobile systems, which will be installed on patrol vehicles, and also two radar signs that can be stationary throughout the city that will not only indicate people what their speed is, but will also do the license plate reading as well. The grants and you finding the grants right. to be able to mm -hmm. afford this. Yep. We really appreciate the work that you do do. On the, on the stationary yes. one, are you able to, I guess if there's an amber alert, will that be able to tap into the system? Yeah, so the way the system works, the one that we're going to purchase, uh, the company that we'll purchase it from, actually all the information that the readers gather gets pumped back into the state of Maryland to their MCAC division. It's an analysis center for the state of Maryland. So if there is any time that we need to look for a certain tag, it can pull the system and see whether that tag is passed in front of any you know, license plate readers, and if so, where, when, what direction they were going. So it, it will assist in investigations like that and being able to track people down in their movements as to where the vehicle was at a certain day and time. It's going to be good because uh, I think... Well, great. Keep finding grants because I think the pe citizens of Salisbury think we just spend yeah. money all kinds of ways, and we appreciate <laughs> the work you do. If there's any question about the actual technology, um, you can answer this question. Is there any of the uh, technology of the license plate where usually where we de deploy those is in high crime areas. For instance, if you get a shooting incident in a particular neighborhood, you get an armor robbing in a particular neighborhood, we deploy those cars with that, that technology on it, and it can read that license plate. It can read it. It stores the data. If it's a, perhaps a stolen vehicle or a vehicle that may be wanted in a crime, that's actually reported directly real time back to the, our officers and lets them know that that, that, that vehicle that we're looking for, the vehicle in question, is, is there. So that's, uh, we use that technology for that type of purpose. Now, I do have a question. Now, you just said how it was used, but where is this stationed at? Is it in a car? Mm -hmm. Is it? Yeah. It's in a so, car, so you're only going to get two for well, that. We currently have three systems on patrol vehicles right now. Okay. We have two other systems that were on patrol vehicles, however, due to other reasons those vehicles need to be replaced. So we're going to be moving those units to active vehicles. This grant will allow us to buy two more mobile units, which will be out on the patrol fleet but will also give us two stationary trailers, and those can be moved around as needed depending on different situations, and they will be stationary throughout and the And when city. they go on the tag, right, they can tell whether you have tickets, whatever, you have warrants or whatever. 
Yeah, and we'll let you know if the vehicle is, if the vehicle itself is stolen, if the registration's expired or suspended, if the owner of the vehicle has a warrant, if the owner of the vehicle is suspended or revoked, it gives that information okay. back. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yes. This, this money is, is, is part of a statewide initiative, mm -hmm. uh, passed through from the state to expand the technology. Um, it's extremely expensive, as you can tell. But one reader, let's, for instance, if we say this is a, a, a reader, if you're on a four-lane highway, one reader can only read one lane in one direction. So if it's a three-lane highway, it would require three cameras on the, say, southbound, three cameras on the northbound, or vice versa for 50. So it's extremely precise, but it's very expensive technology. But this will be tied into a statewide network. So not only are we getting information locally, but others in other jurisdictions are getting theirs. So uh, it, that's the goal, is to, inter, to interconnect the so it would be uh, interoperability with other agencies more or more so. So you just said to us that this, any city or municipality in the state of Maryland has access to this? That's tied into the LPR okay. network. Okay. Yes, yeah, so they put in a request through the analysis center and the analysis center can provide them any information that they Great. have available. Great. Great. That must improve also, you know, safety, public safety, not only for the public in general, but for the officers. That is our number one yeah, goal. Because you know, yeah. you already know where you go up on. Absolutely. The system's capable of reading tags and running the information infinitely faster than an officer ever could. And so it also lets the officer know if they go to initiate a traffic stop, if there's any information about that vehicle or that driver, it will alert the officer before they even get out of the car. So. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Absolutely. For all you do. Are you okay with moving this forward? Moving forward. Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. $99,000 don't have to come out of mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, at this time, we will adjourn out of our work session, and I will call the uh, special meeting to order. Uh, so at this time, I'll entertain a motion to adopt the uh, agenda for the special meeting. So move. Second. All those in favor of approving the legislative agenda, please signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? And the chair votes aye. This time I'll call, I'll entertain a uh, motion to approve ordinance number 2808 for first reading. So move. Second. Good early evening, everyone. I'm Heather Conyer here, making one of my guest appearances. I'm reading ordinance number 28. Um, well, it says ordinance 2808 in our agenda, but it is marked as ordinance 2809. Um, this is first reader, so we'll get that fixed before our next time. It is an ordinance of the city of Salisbury, Maryland to accept State of Maryland, Maryland State Police grant funds for license plate reader equipment for the Salisbury Police Department. Whereas the State of Maryland, Maryland State Police has grant funds available to local law enforcement agencies for the purchase of license plate reader systems. And whereas the Maryland Coordination and Analysis Center has designated grant funds in the amount of $99,633.55 to be reimbursed to the City of Salisbury for the purchase of license plate reader system equipment. And whereas appropriations necessary to execute the purpose of this grant must be made upon the recommendation of the mayor and the approval of four-fifths of the Council of the City of Salisbury. 
Now therefore be it enacted and ordained by the Council of the City of Salisbury, Maryland as follows. Section one, Acting Mayor Jack Heath. I'm sorry, that should be Acting Mayor John R. Heath on behalf of the City of Salisbury is hereby authorized to enter into a grant agreement with the State of Maryland, Maryland State Police for the City's acceptance of grant funds in the amount of $99,633.55 to be allocated for assistance with the purchase of license plate reader system equipment. Section two, the City of Salisbury grant fund budget B and hereby is amended as follows. A, increased State of Maryland, Maryland State Police Revenue Account 10500424000 by $99,633.55. B, increased Equipment Expense Account number 10500577030. By $99,633.55. Any questions or comments from the council? Hearing none, a call for the question. All those in favor of approving ordinance number 2809 for first reading, please signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? And the chair votes aye. Thank you. Thank you. At this time, uh, if anyone would like to make uh, public comment, uh, we'll allow for uh, public comments at this time. Hearing none, uh, we'll go over to administration comments. Mr. Kitzrow, Mr. Heath. I'll defer my time. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, today, um, uh, we had a proclamation that I gave over at the police department for National Police Week. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also gave out awards uh, for both um, service awards, uh, years of service, and also for uh, different events that happened and awards to uh, the officers. And to say the least, uh, our guys do a great job, guys and gals. And um, they, uh, they bring honor to the city, and it's and it's good. Uh, so I enjoyed that thoroughly, and I wish them the best. And the other comment I have is that, as always, if you can donate blood, please do so. We are still in in bad shape, uh, and um, I'll let my uh, seconder over there go go over and tell you how how many lives are saved by one donation. Thank you for the time. We'll start down here, uh, Mrs. Gregory. Uh, just glad to be back in the chambers this week. Glad to be up and around. Um, and I just want to point out it's getting warmer and kids are going to be home f from school soon. So please be mindful when you're driving. Look out for the little ones riding their bikes. If you have a little one on a bike, please, please, please get them a helmet. I've seen a lot of little ones riding bikes without helmets and um, in the past couple of weeks. And I really, it makes me nervous. So please, please, please get helmets for your kiddos. Jackson. I would like to wish all the mothers, since we didn't do it, I don't think we did it last Monday, a happy belated Mother's Day. Um, we are very important. Um, we have been from the beginning of time and we still are. Keep being the mothers that you are, because um, you can improve every single minute of the hour. 
Also, I went to a 70s party this weekend, and I'm going to tell you, I, I seriously, I had the time of my life, and it was just constant. It was a grown-up affair, but it was wonderful. And we, they asked me to speak on our youth and our crime here in Salisbury. And I just, it... It's not that we have a lot of crime or murders, it's not that. It's just that it impacts the entire community. It, 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 it affects everybody here. And I just want us to do something special. Um, and I am gonna do something special myself. Um, Tuesday I'm having a meeting with some parents to do a bigger event. And I, I think we should start with the parents first. But I also think that we should ask our kids what it is that they need or want. You know, we're always spinning the wheel for our kids, but we never ever ask them what the need is for them. So we're gonna start with the parents first, and then we're gonna trickle down with the, the young people. I'm not gonna call them children, because they're not children, a lot of them are not children. We're gonna trickle down and find out what it is that is missing in their lives and try to fulfill these things with them. We try to be special with our kids. A lot of our kids are not getting love. They're not getting the attention that they need. And they're fighting for that. So um, tomorrow I'll be having a meeting at my apartment with a few people, community leaders that are in our community, to help get this on track. And if anybody would love to come, you're more than welcome to come. It'll be 6 p.m. at my apartment. It's 1113 Parsons Road, Apartment D. We need to do something. You know, we want the police to save our kids. We want the schools to save our kids. We want everybody to save our kids. It's time we save our kids. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know that this was already addressed earlier today and, and this entire week, but I just wanted to give an additional shout out to um, Assistant Fire Chief Rob Frampton for his announcement yes. where he was joined for the Maryland Leadership, which is really exciting, prestigious class that you can partake in and it's nice to see Eastern Shore and specifically Salisbury leaders partaking in that so I was I was really thrilled to see that announcement uh, a couple things um, today I was uh, on College Avenue um, by James and Bennett and there was a cluster of cars that would not move out of a fire trucks way I'll tell you, if I was deputized to give out tickets, I would do so, I'm sure of it. I saw one for an ambulance today, too. Uh, I cannot stand that. I cannot, please, please. I mean, the, it's loud enough. If your, mus if your music's too, too loud and you can't hear a fire truck on your heels, get a hearing aid, I suppose. And if you can't see all those lights coming, I don't know what to tell you. But please get out of their way. Uh, it, you're causing a major safety issue, not only for yourself, but for the people that are driving the equipment. And uh, obviously they're, they're getting somewhere in a hurry for a reason. Um, as far as donating blood, if you were fortunate enough to have good health, please donate blood. For every pint, it saves just about three people's lives. Um, you could also do platelets. Um, and uh, you could sign up to be a, an organ donor as well. So please just donate blood. Thank you. That's it. 
Um, the only thing I had last week, I had a meeting with uh, some leaders in Kiwanis International. Yes. And they are uh, looking to uh, reform uh, Kiwanis in Salisbury. So uh, this it's a great organization. Uh, they do a lot with uh, literacy, uh, and they also yes. provide a lot of scholarships locally. So mm -hmm. um, we're we're excited to. Uh, see them uh, try to restart and anyone that's uh, interested uh, let me know i got some information and uh, they're always looking for uh, did you join people. did you join well i told them that i, I did you I, join i didn't join but i <laughs> it, it's a it's a I joined. it's a budgetary expense I and i have to get approval okay. from my wife oh okay, okay so, so love to hear the, that that's, yeah that's, <laughs> It's it's above my twenty five dollar limit. So um, <laughs> anyway, I understand. <laughs> so uh, with that, uh, at this time we will adjourn from our special meeting, and we are moving into a budget work session.